0: Hey, Welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey everybody, this is me, Todd Novak from the Guitar Knobs podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are glad that you are listening to our show. We love doing the show. Even when we have some technical things but we're gonna we plugged through it and we made it out to the other side and it feels good tony what do we do on this oh i'm running out of breath we'd like
1: to talk to builders of gear of boutique gear of guitars of amps of pedals of pickups of pick guards
0: of all the things
1: all the things yes
0: accessories Jared, Jared, is, what, what is your favorite thing that we do one of your favorite things oh one-on-one yeah, Podcast. We get to learn about stuff. Mm. Mm. 101 episodes are, are, are very high on the list. Yeah. And tonight we've got uh, somebody else that's very high on our list. Uh,
2: who are you, sir? Hey, I'm Ariel from a, a boutique uh, pedal company called Red Noise Pedals.
0: Oh. Hey, hey. And you're calling from? I'm calling from Atlanta, which is in Georgia. Yes, sir. Just a, just a wee bit down. My folks live in uh, Georgia, not in Atlanta, though. John. Uh, yeah. Uh Greensboro. I have yeah. no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Few do. It's a suburb of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really it's really close to uh everything's a suburb of yeah. Atlanta. I know. The whole world. Yeah. It's, it's really <laughs> close to uh to Greer yeah. Amps, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh anyhow, gentlemen, this is gonna be super fun. People yes. people out in the ether out in the you know listening in their headphones people in the headphones you need to go check out red noise pedals on Instagram as soon as you possibly can to get a gist of what we are talking about unless you're driving we have posted a couple things on our personal uh Instagram so if you can't find that for whatever but you know ours go ahead and check it out and while you're there do us a favor and just hit follow for Pete's sake just just do it follow. it's not it doesn't hurt you uh, get, you get, our, our stuff gets jammed right in you. Yeah, and it doesn't cost you a penny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, hey, people, we've got a great show. We're going to talk to Ariel. Uh, and, and just so, so, so that we all out there get your exact pronunciation of your
2: exact name, can you give that to us one time? All right. So in Hebrew, you'd say Ariel. But I guess here in uh, in the U.S. you'd say aerial. Much like the mermaid. Yeah.
1: Are you a mermaid? (laughs) We weren't going to say anything.
2: I'm a merman.
1: That's right. A merman. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, that's okay. Tony looks like the octopus lady and Mermaid. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, um, All right. Are are you okay with us calling you Ariel for the the show?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call me however you want. You can even invent a
0: name. All right, um, we are going to get to this. So many things that we're going to have fun talking, uh, and uh, we're going to start that with just a couple shout-outs real quick. We need to give a big fat thank you to Rode Rode. Microphones for providing the Rodecaster Pro, our beautiful mothership that uh, captures all of our sultry sounds, and the Procaster Mic, which delivers those sultry sounds to the Rodecaster Pro. Yes. You know what I like? Yes, the cords that come out the back. No, I like the articulating Articulating arms. arms. Yep, those two. Those are pretty good, and I'm not going to lie. So one of the other things that we want to give a big old fat shout-out to is our friends over at Barefoot Buttons. Yes, 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 Barefoot Buttons. uh, They've got a brand-new addition to their lineup. These are colored acrylic buttons. Clear a clear meaning, uh, well, they're not totally clear. They're There's red. Semi-transparent. And, and green and blue. They're transparent. What about the Colors? glow in the darks? I heard you did those last you did week, the do- Oh, okay. It's one at Was a time. Was I here? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Disregard Tony, what I said. Old. All right. So, hey, check these things out. Um, n- now, make no mistake. These uh, buttons are not made of cheapo plastic, are they, Tony? No, they appear to be some sort of silicon. Heck no, they're not made out of silicon. Put those away. We're talking about mine. I bet yours are made out of silicone too. These are made out of these are each these are CNC out of precision. This, this is acrylic. What? They look like pencil yeah, sharp. made from a solid colored acrylic bar. Wow. Yep, it's not like melted pellets or anything. And like that. And it's got like three screws on it too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They're super lightweight, and you know what's The other cool thing about the the um, these transparent style ones, I have a a like a like a white. It's it's not like a clear plastic. It's like a yeah. white plastic. Right. And what's cool is on the button, the reason I'm using this one is because the the LED is so close to the actual foot pedal that a regular one kind of blocks the, the LED. And, like, so I don't know if it's switching. Uh, it's a two-stage. It's the Keeley Caverns. Uh, so I use it on the delay side so it doesn't kind of, like... Sp- uh, block out the light. What's your point? What's cool is that light shines through the actual button. Oh, yeah, so you so can it, see it it. almost It's like it lights it up. Like it's, it's really cool. A, like it pulsates. Yeah, it's white, but when I click it on, it turns like blue. Ooh. Yeah, so check that out, Barefoot. You bet you didn't even know that. You can get these at barefootbuttons.com. And you know what? They have free shipping over $15 in the US. You, you buy a couple of things, you don't have to pay for shipping. Easy peasy. Free uh, is better than wholesale. Yes, sir. So anyways, check out Barefoot Buttons, music for your soul. And you know what? Some of the nicest people out in the business, for real. Really great folks out there. So uh, thank you, Barefoot Buttons. And uh, go out and get some of this. By the way, we're going to be giving these away. We're That's gonna give what away. Was,
1: that was going to be my next question. Yeah, You're each, reading my, are you reading my mind?
0: Each, each time we do one of these, we're going to give them away. So we're going to give away these uh, acrylic ones. There's three of each and nice. um yeah and then we've got a, a like a bunch more to do oh over the next goodness. couple weeks we're excited about this good folks out there yes. all right and i wanted to just share this other thing here this is uh, a really interesting email that i got so this is from tommy Manasco, and he's a, one of our new uh executive producers so welcome tommy tommy he, he, he sent us a little email here it says um Favorite part of the show besides the main topic would definitely be the Would You Rather section. Four on the floor is great, too, but it's fun to make unreal choices, right? Right. You are right, Tommy. Hey, I say, he says, I, I listen via Spotify. Uh, I've been listening for a month. I'm an automotive technician for, the, for a real-life job. Uh, having you guys in my headphones lately has been a pleasant change to make the day go by quickly. Thank you, man. That means a lot to us. Um, He says, I decided to support the show after I listened to the Pure Salem episode. Mm. Awesome guitars. Shout out to Rick at Pure Salem. Uh, He says, I just turned 42 and that episode sparked a fire under me not to work every day and then realize life is over. Think about that. Rick had such a great story. I have even decided and started using my woodworking skills to start a small part-time, for now, hopefully, guitar cabinet company i just made the page on instagram and gave you a follow so we're doing that if you feel like checking it out go to ominous cabs on uh instagram that's really cool there's another one that's so exciting when people get a little just like hey for whatever reason, inspiration they're they're getting some of it it's usually not from us it's from the builders so thank you people that we are interviewing and like yourself ariel well, th- uh, you're very welcome I haven't really
2: done anything yet but, uh, <laughs> but ahead of time <laughs> yeah. all we're, the things we're paying it forward <laughs> you, you <laughs> are so welcome for everything
0: <laughs> for all I am about to bestow upon you <laughs> so anyways thanks uh, Tommy for sending that email we really appreciate it yeah, we love to hear nice. stories like that and nice. uh, we encourage uh, you all who are listening to share yours yeah. with us please do Yeah, shoot me an email todd at theguitarnobs.com or DM me on Instagram. There you go. Okay, people. We want to know what's going on in our music world this week. Tony. This week.
1: Oh, yeah. This is cool. So... um Every once in a while, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Joe Bonamassa, sends me an interesting project. Name drop, yeah, name drop uh, JB. Uh, yeah. But uh, but anyhow, um, he recently purchased uh, Tommy Bolin's. I think it's a 1960 uh, burst has a Bigsby on it. Holy oh, moly! Yeah. And um, the 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 for those who don't know, Tommy Bullen was in. Uh, I think it was a band called Zephyr. He was in the James Gang for a while. Um, he was in. Uh, who else was he in? He was in. He was in a bunch of bands. But a lot he, of bands. Yeah, lots of bands, and he was always, you know, a, a pretty well he's renowned a player's player guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a studio cat yeah. too. So anyhow, uh, he had taken the pickguard on his and painted it uh, with well, kind of a, an American flag kind of thing, and um, he used you know probably. Model paint, you know, enamels like when you used to paint model cars and sure. airplanes and stuff. And I mean, over the years, it just is wearing off. And Joe was concerned. He he's been playing this on tour, and uh, he was concerned that he was going to start, you know, wear out the guard worse than it is. Um, so. Uh, he shot me a photo. Uh, I'm working with a with a local company. We're going to try to replicate and do a, a either a thermal print or some sort of a print on a on an actual pick guard to kind of replicate it so that he can safely take the original guard off and put it somewhere safe, and put this one on so it has a similar look. So uh, deep purple. Deep Purple, that's, that's right. right. I knew it was something big. Yeah, yeah that one of those a, big bands. One of them big bands. So, uh, so it's kind of cool, and it's, it's, it's like really a, it's, it, uh, the way that the paint is worn off and everything. I might try to do one uh, that is kind of like he, he had on his guitar when it was originally painted, too. Mm. So, uh, But in the meantime, Joe wanted to do one with, you know, as it, as it sits, but just one that he doesn't have to worry about. Very cool. Very cool.
0: Ariel, how about we uh,
2: talk to you right now? All right.
0: thanks.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. I just want to say I have a a newborn and uh, there's not much going uh, as far as guitars for me. And since uh, this is not supposed to be about uh, pedals or uh, what I do for uh, my thing, I thought maybe I'll talk about an awesome radio station in Atlanta. Cool. Sure, that's perfect. So, uh, yeah, in the morning I take my daughter to the daycare And I listen to one of the most amazing classical music shows I've heard. It's amazing. I don't know anything they're playing. I never know anything they're playing. I never hear anything twice. And uh, I get deep inspiration and peace out of it. That's fantastic. What station is that? It's called WREK Atlanta, 91.1 I think.
1: Yeah, oh, we should check and see if we can stream that. 91.1. Right. The
3: Atlanta. best
2: radio station I've ever heard, really. Wow. I mean, I know there's a bunch of college, of awesome college uh, radio stations all over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, this one is really good. We'll, That's outstanding. We're going to check it out. All right. Big Jared?
3: Yeah, got a couple things cooking in the uh, fire here. Um, buddy down the street, retro guitars. Chris uh, is building or has built me a not really build, but he made me a Tele body, and it's got a Paisley uh, print uh, on it. And it's not the traditional Fender Paisley print that we're used to. It's it's a little different, um, but I think it looks really rad. It's it's cool, and he's about done with it. And um, I'm trying to figure out what neck, like, you know, I'm looking on eBay, looking on Reverb. And it's either going to be a crafted in Japan neck or a Mexican-made uh, neck because I, I really like both of those. I'm not going to pay for an American neck, made neck, because it's, it, you know, a, a Japan or made in Mexico neck, in my opinion, if if built well, is going to be the same. I'm not going to, you know—
1: why, why don't you order one of the all-parts nitro finish necks? I could do that. Because those are they, they have a profile that's similar to the uh, MI, MIJ uh, Fender stuff, if you like the, the feel of that. They're a licensed Fender, right? Yeah, they're a licensed Fender now. Oh, okay, so I could put a logo on it.
0: I have an idea. No, you can't put a logo on it. <laughs> well, I, I think I just... I have an idea. What? Thunderbolt guitars. Get him to make you an aluminum neck. Oh. He just made one for a Strat. He's going to be bringing it in November.
3: Awesome. It
0: looks pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. So just consider it. You don't have to say yes or no. Just, you know, there's a thought.
3: Yeah, I mean,
0: I've never played an aluminum neck, so I'm
3: not going to jump right into it. That's but why he's going to... definitely want to check out You should deck. jump right into it.
1: You, you should check it
0: out. You yeah. should <laughs> jump right into it like a big, like, meatloaf.
3: Like a bat out of hell. Oof. So anyway, I'm looking at these uh, <laughs> crafted in Japan... <laughs> So no, honestly, I don't. I'm not in a big hurry to pick a neck, yeah. and, uh, and and as far as the aluminum neck, no, I can't wait to check that out. That's cool too. Uh, so yeah, and I also got a, pe- a new pedal, and I've been looking at getting one of these for a very long, at least over a year and a half. I got a uh, Mutron Octa Octa octave or Octavizer or whatever the crap you call it. What is it? Oh, is it like the The Octave one. It's just an octaver. Octaver? Octavair. Yeah. octave <laughs> I am the octaveta The yeah. octaveta <laughs> a peta- <laughs> to make two <laughs> It gives you the base and you can control like, you know, how Oh, so it's a it's a step down? Or. It's a mini compared to the original, and mm-hmm. I think it works as the original, but it's the mini version, and it's got the aluminum box. It just it looks like the original, okay. except for it's it's much smaller. Okay. It's it's more eye appealing. Well, when for, you play a,
1: when you play with it, you have to give us a report out because I yeah. I thought the originals might have been octave up, but no, this is it's octave. I think down. it's
3: always octave down. Okay, and you can turn the. Uh, I think you can turn. Your octave completely off and just have bass only. Oh. Um, and what I, I like about it, it's got the, the uh, it's appealing to look at because it looks like a vintage. It's just smaller. Cool. So I got that. So. Right on. I bought it so right. So it's a newer from, pedal. Yeah, I bought it right from Rantronics.
0: Yeah, there you go. Nice. So. Excellent, excellent. Didn't
1: we have an episode from U Tron?
0: We yes, sure we did. did. I, I can't remember the number just right now, but. Uh, it's back there, and yeah. it's great. Go check it out. <laughs> Aren't they all, though? Yeah, it was, uh, let's see. I think it
1: was maybe last fall. Or yeah. Uh, it was in the 90s or 100s range, I guess.
0: Yeah. It
3: wasn't too long after uh, the winter NAM we went to.
0: Yeah, that's true. Todd, how about you? Well, What's going on well, in your well. musical world? <laughs> I was sitting uh, in my house, and I, I pulled out uh, one of my acoustic guitars, and I was just kind of playing. And one of my favorite songs in the whole wide world is... Sweet Child of Mine. Lucky Man from, ah. the, from the Verve. And yeah. I was just kind of just playing that real loose. And it dawned... So my my I've got a daughter who plays a violin, a daughter who plays... Uh, the um Viola and her daughter plays a stand up bass. The viola daughter also plays a cello so i got I got like a whole string section and mm. i'm like and so I'm sitting there playing it and it dawned me like i need this is one that we could all play together it's simple enough and it's and it's just it's it's great it's a beautiful song
1: wasn't that originally like Emerson lake and Palmer
0: lucky man yeah. Or am I thinking of a different one? No,
3: no, this, is, a different one. Yeah, this the, is
0: an "Ooh, what a lucky man." No, 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 no. This, this is off Bittersweet Symphony yeah. album. Oh, yeah, from okay. Urban so really, Hymns. It's it's an outstanding song, it, and yeah. it's just it's just a yeah. Anyway, All right. so so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna help map with that, and we're gonna work on it together, and maybe then, they can play Saturday. I don't think that it's going to happen that quick. Are you going to mm. write an
3: arrangement on
0: music? Uh, yeah, I'm going to help him out with the it. The staff and no, I can't oh, do uh, that. But I, sick. but I can tell them what to do. I'm good at that. All right, woo wee! Hey, uh, oh look out! One, two, one, two,
2: three, four on the floor. So first of all, I'm a bassist, and uh, also I was. I used to play in a band that was only bass and on drums, so I sort of. <laughs> played with you know with uh, multiple effects like maybe 20 effects and, in, and i split the signal and i did a bunch of weird things so the first one is uh, the solar sound tone bender which is just in my opinion the absolute best fuzz ever i don't know if it's this specific one i've got mm-hmm. or is it something about my bass or something about uh, i don't know something about what happens there it mm-hmm. uh, hits me very very well you know, I, I guess it depends on a lot of things when it comes to a, a fuzz. Uh, like, you know, you change the guitar, you change an amp, or you, you play in a certain way, mm-hmm. and it's it's a, it's a different pedal. But this one is somehow a part of me. Speak well with it. How, how so long I guess it's it? a personal thing. I have this. I got it in Israel maybe 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. I used to play in a band. Still have
0: twenty-year-old pedals that they've had for twenty years.
2: Well, people are approaching forty, man. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Tell us about it. (laughs) So when I got this, I didn't even know how good it was. I was just it pretty much laid around for ten years without me even touching it, and then at some point I suddenly realized that this thing is just the Rolls Royce. So uh, that's the first one. Awesome. The second one is uh, a pedal I used a lot with um, with uh, my uh, bass and drums band, which is the electroharmonic space microsynth. I you, don't know that. You guys know about... Uh, aluminum necks, and you don't know the bass micro synthesizer <laughs> by electromonics. <laughs> yeah, that's a
3: good point.
2: Yeah, true. So tell well, us anyway. about it.
1: Tell us about it, so that we
3: are informed. Tell us everything, every little All detail. Right.
2: Yeah. I'll enlighten you with the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is pedal that splits the octave to three sub octave, just your clean uh, guitar, and octave above. And then a distortion on top of that. Wow! And you can control the resonance, and you can sort. Of, there, there's sort of a, a. I mean, first of all, you can just use this even as a sort of a fuzz, and um, it has two knobs uh, called start frequency and stop frequency. If you start low and stop high. And to go like and go up <laughs> and and wow. vice versa. And if they're at the exact same place, you can, you can actually set a, a frequency that uh, is being emphasized by the whole thing. So I use this for, I mean, for just a Oh, and there's a, an attack delay option. And um, I don't know, it's just an overall really amazing and interesting pedal, uh, which I used a lot like it was one that i i would use every second song with with my band
0: wow so i really love it and you're sure it's not a keyboard synthesizer on huh?
2: no no okay. it's called it's uh, there's there's the <laughs> micro synthesizer and a bass micro synthesizer okay. <laughs> okay all right holy moly by electro all right that's a new one for us i'm sure you guys know it well yeah. maybe i'm maybe it's my uh, my accent no you no, guys no. don't know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs>
0: no, I mean...
2: <laughs> Electroharmonics makes, makes lots of pedals. They
0: that's certainly do. That, and that's one that <laughs> I'm not aware of. Yeah. yeah. But we are now enlightened.
2: Yes. All right, what do you have for number three? Pedals and, uh, and vacuum tubes. Number three is the DOD FX25B envelope filter, okay. which I really like on bass. I, for, for a while, I was, uh, I was really into funk. And I used to look for pedal, search for pedals, you know, that do all sorts of quacky things. Mm-hmm. And uh, But this one is actually really phenomenal, I think, not only because of the awesome filter it has, but also because when you set the sensitivity precisely, you can almost use it as a low pass filter, uh, which is sensitive to your touch. And uh, it just gives like a very interesting and uh, dynamic low end mm-hmm. um, in a certain type of. of Playing I remember that was a lot of fun for me. All right, and then the fourth one is the eventide pitch factor. Oh you know boy, that one? That
0: one's I feel like that's gonna get really, really complicated. Yeah, that one is a whole
2: universe. <laughs> of, of, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just crazy, it's hard to even call it a pedal. Uh, I mean, this thing so this is a harmonizer essentially. And uh, it offers a bunch of of really interesting and intricate ways to add uh, notes and uh, below and up and any interval, I think up to two octaves above or in some sounds even three maybe, I'm I'm not sure. And a bunch of detune effects and chorus and uh, stereo stereo split with the different tuning on each side to create a a sort of a stereo image. And it's just, I mean, it's so much fun to play with a lot of uh, very interesting and uh, mind-blowing possibilities, Uh, especially thinking about bass. uh, If you split the bass uh, like I used to do, um, and you have sort of a low, a healthy low, or even an octave lower low. And then you have a bunch of uh, pedals going through uh, one line, uh, giving a lot of distortion. And then you have uh, this thing, for example, um, adding harmonies and additional notes on top of what you're doing. You can really create very elaborate um, sounds and uh, textures that I don't think any other pedal really... Does. I mean, there's a bunch of harmonizing pedals, you know, like the pitchfork or the whammy uh, with all its uh, derivatives. But uh, this one is really, I guess, a few levels above. Oh,
1: that sounds cool.
2: At least uh, above anything that I know. And maybe there's many things that I don't. Mm. Uh, we
0: were checking your Instagram out, and you've got some uh, great. Great clips of you playing the bass, and you, you have a, a a really cool style. Actually, I like the way that you actually play bass and the the, the sounds that you're getting out of it is very very interesting, and Thanks. not interesting in the kind of like, oh, that's an interesting painting, like that you would never hang in your living room, but just like <laughs> it's it's actually like cool. It it's fun to listen to,
2: you know. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, I at some point I was never into pedals, honestly. Like I used to be a bassist to just plugs and play. Uh, really just because I, not because of ideology, just I wasn't interested at all. And then at some point uh, with then, with this concept of the drum and bass band that I did with my wife, uh, suddenly I took all my pedals out and then, you know, my my entire playing shifted towards uh, almost uh, playing pedals rather than playing the bass Mm. because uh, it was suddenly more important to create a, a sonic Uh, world that is bigger than just the bass it wasn't so much about just playing bass anymore yeah and now you've got what we call a bit of a problem
0: what (laughs) with the pedal problem (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's uh... (laughs) a now that's number three wait no Uh, see i was Ah! doing what i did on the last last, episode Okay, so yes, number four, that is fantastic. Four on the floor. Thank you for sharing those with us. And Ooh. those are like new ones. Like, I think across the yeah. board, we haven't had any of those on four on the floor previously. No, I'm no. Cool. Yeah, I well think, done.
1: Well, we don't have a lot of bass players that... <laughs> no, we don't. Uh,
0: That's right. Uh,
2: so... And bass players are also not uh, big on pedals. Many ty- times, Typically,
1: because most guitar pedals don't play well with bass. Yeah. But... uh these sounds like you've got a solid four that do. Yeah. Oh, well, Jay. Uh, well, Jay I mean, is a bass player
0: that was uh, a knob many moons ago. When yeah, the that's, first true. Started. that's true. That's um, true. Shout out to him. Yeah, if you want inspiration on how to get some pretty amazing sounds out of a bass that don't sound, I'm going to say this with all respect to bass players that doesn't sound ridiculous, because some you know sometimes just like pedals that do things can sound somewhat ridiculous if they're if you're just making just racket with it, right? But um I think uh, Ariel what you're doing with that is I pretty inspirational actually. Oh, thank you. Thanks man. Um okay, so you make you know, I'm not really a pedal guy. <laughs> <laughs> now you make pedals, <laughs> yeah. Not, also, not the—that's not the first time we've heard that on this show. So, um, we—it's <laughs> not surprising. We, yeah, and uh, not only do you make pedals, but I think you make some really engaging pedals. Uh, they are very—you can tell there's a, um, a like a joy behind what you're doing. The 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 types of pedals you're doing, the types of sounds that you're creating. Um, and then if you know if somebody checks you out and you're like, oh, he's got a striped shirt and red pants and a mohawk sitting on a sofa with a base, This is gonna be fun. Um, so you sent us the Tony. Read it. It's the Stone Bender. Stone Blender Blender Blender, blender with an stone L. L. Blender. My, my, my solderless was a silent L.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he has trouble uh, stones. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> And this is uh, it's a variable diode um, selector, like a rotary selector. Uh, you can select four different diodes on it uh, yes. for a fuzz. This is mighty cool. Uh, got, we all got to play with it and got loads of different tones out of it. We're all playing on different gear, so we had very different experiences. Oh, that's cool. It's like an all-in-one. It's yeah. awesome. It, it really is. There's just, not too many fuzz tones you can't get out of that. That's for yeah. sure. Um, that's cool. I'm glad to hear. Yeah. So how with that setup? Uh, and if you get a chance, go check uh, where can they find your website by the way? What, what's your website?
2: The website is red noise pedals. Perfect.com, I guess. Rednoisepedals.com.
0: Go check those out and so you can get a visual. And uh, okay, how does somebody who doesn't use pedals?
2: Start making pedals. Well, I mean, first of all, I I used a lot of pedals. Yeah, well, but previously, previously I didn't. But then I started the band. Yes. with my wife, we started it in Israel. Just before we were leaving uh, to New York, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't add any musicians because we were flying by ourselves, and we saw no point in that. And we were we thought maybe if you want to add musicians, we'll do it in New York. So we just started playing by, by ourselves and jamming together and she writes songs and, you know, I was just jamming with, and in that context of just a bass and the drum set, you know, you suddenly, I mean, the ability to change from clean bass to bass with fuzz becomes uh, very useful because you just double the amount of, of things you can do. So that's how my, my, uh, my fascination with pedals started. And then, you know, v- very rapidly I realized that this is the way to do it. I mean, I, that I need a way to create these textures to fill up the sonic space because otherwise it's just a, a stupid bass and, and drums. <laughs> 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 you know, and it, it doesn't necessarily sound that great. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. And you can say it about everything too. Like anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind. Let's not be all, all philosophical. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, And so, yeah. And, and after that, you know, we, we did this for 10 years and uh, it got really crazy. Like to the point where I, I split my bass signal to four. Each, uh, sig- each one of the four signals got a different uh, treatment from different pedals. And uh, I would send the four uh, channels to the mixer and to four amps. Uh, you know, and it just got totally nuts. And uh, so, I, I mean, I, I really got to research the pedals uh, as a player. Uh, uh, it's, not, it's not like I, I'm not interested in pedals, I'm extremely interested in pedals. And not only that, I'm extremely interested in the, like when, w- when I was doing all these things with all these pedals, so suddenly you, re- you find out that some uh, pedal in uh, a certain configuration, although, although it sounds incredible by itself, it's just completely useless within this setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were certain pedals that were so functional in this setup, like the, like the, the solar sound tone bender which just, you know, killed it. And I mean, th- there was no song I didn't push on that thing. It was, it was incredible. And the, so I'm, I'm really interested in that sort of, uh, you know, how some pedals just have this efficiency to them mm-hmm. when you play with them in a band or in a certain uh, musical context. Yep. And uh, like, that's why I re- what I really am looking for. I guess, I don't know where we started this question. I feel like I've been blabbering for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all part of the game, my man. <laughs> all right, okay, okay. That's what we <laughs> like. Yeah, no, that's okay. great.
0: Uh, it's, it's a great background. Do you have electronic, do you have an electronic background? I mean.
2: N- uh, no, no. Okay. I mean, uh, my parents sent me to this uh, after school thing when I was uh, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. And I uh, like an electronics. Uh, I think we probably we did like a, a thing with the LEDs and a sequence. I'm gonna guess it was a CD forty seventeen sequencer uh, with a certain uh, switch. Co- I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't know nothing. I, I wasn't interested. I was an awkward, uh, uncomfortable kid. I enjoyed soldering, and uh, that's all I got from that. And then at some point, as sort of a recreational thing, I looked into making a fuzz pedal, uh, into making a fuzz face. And then before I knew what, what was happening, I was like, you know, the whole breadboard was full of stuff and, you know, and knobs. And every time I switch something, you know, every time you touch something, it does something a little different. And, and, I, uh, and I realized that it's, it's a universe that's as uh, ample as music or any type of uh, art form because there are so many variables and so many ways to manipulate this that you can spend really the, your entire life just exploring it. It's like a, like a, an amusement park, uh, if you will. Uh, I,
0: that, that is one of the best quotes about musical instruments that I think I've ever heard. Sorry for the
2: awkward and, interruption. <laughs> no, no. And, and so, and so, you know, and, and that's how I found myself. And you know, I'm, I'm um, when I, I, I constantly try to study and learn, I, there's a lot to learn. Obviously this is a big, big uh, world of uh, knowledge. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really a very basic, uh, I have very basic uh, electronics uh, skills and, uh, you know, every time I uh, work on something, I learn more stuff. I mean, that's, so it goes, I guess for everyone.
0: Sure. Sure. What was the first pedal that you, well, you, you said it was a, a fuzz, but when, when you first made this, uh, not just hobby, um, w- what was the first pedal that you put out under red
2: noise? Actually, before that, I had I called the company Epic Pedals. Okay. So I made a bunch of these uh, stone blenders uh, under uh, Epic Pedals, and I used to sell them in our shows as That's part of the merch table.
0: Hey, buy the thing that just made the, the noise you heard. And
2: then I, I mean, I play it so they know how it sounds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Perfect. So each of these, you have uh, one of the most. Intriguing things about the pedals that you're making is, uh, you know, the appearance of them, the artwork you have on them, and the color choices and the mishmash of knobs and everything.
2: Can you tell us about your approach on that? Uh, Look, when it comes, like, I have some uh, artistical sides which are strong. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I did sculpture and I was I was okay at that. And then drawing is just my worst. Like, I'm horrible at it. And uh, I just really, I'm just trying to survive with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, there's, uh, I have no idea. I, I'm just writing it as uh, it comes out so nice. fucked up. And I guess that's the, <laughs> the, that's the the appeal of it, that it's nice. fucked up, you know, but I really don't know how to do it. That's how I approach it. I, I try to survive. I try to not to not erase it. Too many times. <laughs> like, I, we, we don't... No, my, my now I'm moving into a new phase. Is, I, I'm Don't erase it too many times. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, these pedals, I, I I write volume, and it comes out crooked. So I erase it, I write it again. I erase it, write it again. <laughs> I mean, sometimes 10 times. I, I'm that bad at it. But that's... The, the, the irony is, like, that's what
0: makes these beautiful like uh, legitimate like everybody that i've shown is like wow i love that because it's not prete- it's not pretentious it's not trying to make you uh think of some <laughs> other kind of you know like otherworldly thing that that it, you're going to take them on a trip to or whatever it's just you know it's just it's yeah. uh hard to explain but, but you also have the multicolor. there's a lot of color involved you like color you're a color right guy. i love color yeah love it. and that comes through i mean we're looking at one uh, uh it's got yellow red blue green aqua white knob black knob red chicken head knobs i mean <laughs> it's all over the place but it doesn't look like a mess somehow there's this really kind of beautiful harmony
2: going on here i'm Thanks, a fan man. of this um, I mean, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to make it beautiful, as beautiful as I can. Yeah. It's a, there's, a, there's art to it. Yeah. I mean, when you look at all these boutique pedal companies and all these people building, and they, you know, they make such beautiful things, uh, they're literally works of art.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's, but like you said, it's a big, giant, whatever you said, universe thing. I've already lost it. It was so good I lost it. Um, well, luckily, I hope you recorded it because I forgot it too. I have no idea what I said. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's room for everybody. And that's, what, that's what's so exciting to me. Like, the minute I saw uh, that I found you on, on Instagram, like, I mean, I DM'd you immediately. I didn't even hesitate because Uh. I get so excited when I see something new for the most part, everybody's just sort of offering their take on, on something or trying to create a tone. So anytime Mm -hmm. that there is a a more distinct, what we call fingerprint out there, uh, whether it's your, the aesthetic or the sound or who knows what else, your brand or whatever, it's very exciting for us to find that. So, um, well, Thank thanks. For I mean, doing. it's a
2: very big compliment.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And it uh, came in a nice uh, uh, little kitty sleeping bag. <laughs> cat ah, yeah. It. I like the cat <laughs> bag. Pretty yeah. funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny fella. So, uh, this fuzz, you're a fan of the fuzz. I, I, want, I need you to, to sort of demystify the D clip here for us. So, folks out there listening, folks, folks, folks. Um, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners have never been called a folk or folks. That's kind of a, I don't know. Anyways, um, you, on the, uh, on the stone blender, uh, you've got the diode switch with four separate diodes. And can you kind of tell us uh, about those diodes and,
2: and what was your inspiration for those? Uh, Um, so in this circuit, which is, uh, Very similar to a big muff, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Listen, first of all, I'm I'm not sure I'm going to do a great explanation uh, about why this this works this way. It's just how it sounds to me that it works. It sounds to me like there's a lot of amplification from the transistors. And then the actual fuzz sound comes from the clipping, from the diode clipping Mm -hmm. section of the circuit. Yeah. So th- when I was tweaking with the uh, the circuit and playing with it, it seemed like that was the point that uh, made the most difference to the sound. And I realized that maybe that's like the magic point here or the, or the place to explore and uh, and uh, to add to. And so I, I played with a bunch of diodes and uh, obviously they were all different. And, uh, but uh, when I compared it to my uh, Solar Sound Tone Bender, I felt like uh, it was lacking uh, body and uh, sort of that thing that bites through the mix or, or make your. Uh, I, I, mean, I think as a bassist, so that, that sort of make keeps your bass sort of in there rather than just sort of get diluted uh, fuzzily into the general noise. Yes. Uh, So, so I played with the, I was reading a blog, I think the AMZ blog, and they speak about the diode clipping. They they have a page about the diode clipping techniques. And uh, one of the ideas there was to add um, a resistance in front of the diodes to reduce the amount of clipping. And so when I did that, suddenly you get it almost sounds like, like you get more of the amplified uh, signal. It's not clean, it's distorted, but you actually get a more structured signal and you, you sort of get more mids and something happens there, which is, which is very efficient. And when I did that, it felt to me uh, like I got uh, close to the, to my uh, solar sound tone bender, which is my, I guess, uh, inspiration. Gotcha. And uh, so that, that's that's what happened there, I guess.
0: It it is very interesting to play with, especially you know you can set the D clip, uh, um, you know, at a specific uh, place, and then if you switch the diode, well, that's a whole different sound, and you you're gonna probably want to move the D clip around on that and find um, what works for you. Yeah, I found this to be very interesting, um, especially trying to dial in, like hearing the differences. And imagining, you know, if you're playing at home by yourself, um, you're going to get all kinds of different sounds, obviously. But I'm also trying to imagine: well, what would this sound like in my band? How is how would this D clip um, or this particular diode work well in in the actual band scenario? Um, Because as a guitar player, I don't want to, you know, as you said, get lost. In, right. in the ether and that's what uh, that's kind of a problem um, w- when you're using fuzz if you're not doing like you know sort of single note stuff
2: right um, it's, it's always the problem with fuzz pedals now that they get a little washed out yeah uh, many times uh, and uh, weirdly uh, a lot of them don't have uh, such a, a, an elaborate tone control or a filtering uh, control so a lot of times you know it's just it is what it is Yeah. And and you try to, you know, you raise the volume and everybody starts uh, getting deaf and... Yeah.
0: And then they still can't hear you. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, you're a fan of fuzz, but some of the other things that you're a fan of, you have also built some pedals for. Can you tell us about those?
2: Well, actually, the the Stonebender is really the only pedal that I'm selling so far. I just uh, released uh, a new, the first uh, one after the, after the Stone Leather, which is uh, um, the switch glitch, yes. which is um, a with a happy loop. smile on it. Right, it's a little too happy, even <laughs> a little uh, maniacal. Yeah. So uh, and that's, I mean, you know, it's the the basic uh, idea of a two loop switcher where you can uh, you know route your guitar to one effect loop or to the other or to both of them in series and you know and sort of play with that idea but obviously that idea I feel is also very easy I mean as a as a mechanical thing it's very easy I mean all you need is two switches to do that mm-hmm. but it's also problematic because you know the you know I feel like I I well what I I guess I wanted to add something of my own to this So I figured the first thing I should do is to try and make the switching as silent as I can, Mm -hmm. and so I uh, really got into everything that has to do with the driving relays and how to driving in the drive them in the most silent way, uh, you know, so that you have the least amount of mechanical uh, bounce when they open and shut uh, and close, and uh, so that's the first thing I think is. that's pretty it's different in this pedal, in comparison with other similar pedals, is that the switching is really silent. Yeah. I mean, you know, a silent, it's never completely silent, but you know what I mean? Like you, you hit some, you, you have one loop that has a, a long delay on it and you're, uh, rec- you're playing a show or recording and then you hit the button and you have some pop, re- you know, returning yeah. for 16 seconds or something. Yeah. It's no fun. No, but and I, so I, I thought that could be that would be a, a cool thing to do. Yeah, I like that. I Sorry? like
0: that the uh, the thought that you put into that. It wasn't just merely a specific switch that's going to do that. You're thinking about actually what's causing that thing, not just an easy solution would be.
2: Right. I mean, you can you can do there is a, an easy solution for one of the situations and for the other situations, but I, I don't think there's a pedal that does both of them. Right. Because it, it has two functionalities. One of them I call or and the other one end. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you're in the end mode, it works like the the switcher that uh, most people know where you turn on uh, loop A or loop B independently and you can have both of them or none of them or one of them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the or mode, you can uh, toggle between the two with one bit of the switch. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And uh, I find that really cool, especially for like, uh, like in, in again, because when I played with, uh, with my band, you know, I, I, would, I would be the only source of sound coming out. And, and then I, I would create these really crazy textures. And uh, I, I would try to create different textures for the choruses and for the verses, for example. Mm-hmm. So uh, they would involve, you know, stomping four or five pedals sometimes. And then, and it's cool in a show, you know, because you sort of make it work and whatever. But uh, in the studio, it was always uh, problematic because when you hit those four pedals, I mean, you know, you hear them, you hear the pops, you hear the movement, uh, your, your uh, playing is not necessarily steady. It just becomes a whole, it's an additional challenge. And then I, I, I figured this would be really helpful in that situation, for, for example. That is and pretty smart. And, they, and also on top of that, because you have this mode, you can also, for example, use it as, an, as a simple A-B switch. Because with one hit of the button, you flip between. So you can send to two amps or to two channels or have two guitars going into one amp. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I feel like that's uh, pretty useful or it would have been useful for me.
0: Yeah, this sounds like a super useful pedal. It's amazing how limited some of those utility pedals can actually be. So I appreciate that you're putting extra thought into what can this, you know, somewhat simple utility pedal do for me in a more dynamic way.
2: Yeah, and the, I mean, and, and I, you know, it is a, I know this is a very simple pedal. I'm, so, I'm sort of doing this, I'm constantly working on a bunch of uh, new stuff, obviously. As I said, this is a new world for me. I mean, I've been in this uh, for maybe a year and a half or two years. And, you know, so, some of these, it takes a long time to develop these things. Uh, not only the circuit, but also the, you know, how to build them, the enclosure, the PCB, it's, it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. I'm, I'm working now. I've, I've just finished today a pedal that I've been working on for like eight months. And I'm, only now I'm feeling like it's, you know, it's ready to go. So I'm sort of doing this switch, you know, uh, in between a bunch of other projects that I'm working on. Because I don't want to be too long, to linger too long without releasing anything uh, uh, new. I know that it's a weird uh, a choice of uh, to release a, a switch as a second pedal, but... I don't know. I don't give a shit anyway. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't give... Yeah, I don't okay. care at That's all. all right, just yeah. <laughs> so, can you
0: tell us about some of the other things that you are that you are working on uh, without giving too much away, I suppose?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm working for some bizarre reason. I'm being attracted to the only pedal I've never uh, used uh, live, which is a, a tremolo. I mean, barely used it. And I've been working on... Um, Two types of tremolos. Hmm. Uh, one of them more towards the harmonic uh, tremolo. C- can you uh, elaborate on what uh,
0: you know when people see tremolo and then they see harmonic tremolo? Can you just elaborate a little bit on that?
2: I think, if uh, I might be wrong about this, uh, but um, I think harmonic tremolo refers to a tremolo that modulates frequency and not only volume. Uh, while a regular tremolo, I guess. Uh, modulates the volume or shuts down the volume, right? And re- essentially does that. Yeah. So one of them sort of goes there, and you know, I'm, I'm exploring a bunch of of possibilities there. And then another one is a, is a combination of uh, of my uh, of the stone blender and the very pronounced um, tremolo, which is called the uh, the Vox Repeater. I don't know if you've heard about that one.
0: I Vox Repeater, no. I don't know that I have.
2: It's like I, it's one of those uh, effects that uh, used to plug straight into your guitar, and then you pl- you plug the cable into the. Mm. I like Do you that know Dan what I'm Armstrong about? Pe- uh, pl- plug-in yeah, pedal,
0: inline. It's similar yeah.
2: to those, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just like a sort of very, it's pretty brutal sounding, very sort of square wavish. Mm-hmm. and uh, but it has a distinct sound that I like, and it's very almost metallic, so it's, in high speed, it sounds a little bit like a, I don't know, like a ring modulator, and uh, mm. so another interesting uh, circuit to uh, that I feel is interesting to combine with uh, with fuzz. And then, what else am I working on? Um, I actually have an idea which I'm trying to patent. Oh, well,
0: tell exciting. us all about it. <laughs> yeah, tell us everything, yeah, <laughs> yeah, every, 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 every little
3: detail. Yeah, and send the schematics. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. right. We'll keep it a big <laughs> secret.
2: <laughs> you can trust us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, and that's like super. I mean, I guess that's more of a kick, a personal kick. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to die, a man with a patent. I'm glad you finished that sentence. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you got you got a lot of things going on. You're sort of fresh into the scene. You've got this thing going on. Uh, this pedal that you've sent us. How is this working out for you from like, do you feel like you are developing a brand or does it feel like I have a pedal in the world and I hope people like it?
2: I guess it's a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a business person uh, essentially. So it's hard for me to say, yeah, I'm going to start a company and I I'm going to succeed and blah, 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 blah. Like I I'm doing, first of all, I I cannot do music. I cannot tour anymore because I have a, two wonderful girls. And so I guess what this really is for me is the continuation of my uh, musical life and my uh, artistical life. I like that. At least that's the place that it feels, uh, the essential place it feels for me. Very cool. And then will it, of course, like uh, anyone who makes anything, you want people to enjoy it. You know, there's nothing makes me more uh, happy now than here that someone's enjoying my pedal. I mean, you know, it, it's the the best kick ever. That's and, cool. uh, you know, it's like playing a great show and then having people be happy about your show. It's the same type of uh, of satisfaction. Yeah. Uh, maybe less adrenaline and sweat, but... <laughs> a different type of adrenaline and sweat. And then, you know, like, same as musicians are, you know, I'd like to, obviously... Uh, take this and put position myself in life in a place when I, where I can uh, do these creative things and uh, you know do uh, less things that I uh, don't have such an, a passion for. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's a little bit of both. You know what I mean. I'm motivated in both uh, on both uh, levels, mm-hmm. but I, my essential orientation is not the business one, right?
0: How how has it been sort of getting into the pedal community? I know that it's a relatively tight community. I can imagine when you say, all right, I'm going to do this thing. Hello, world. Here's my contribution. And you're entranced into a single door into a room that has 10,000 people building pedals. How does that feel to you?
2: It's like... I mean, I guess it's like being in a band and, you know, and, and opening the door and seeing that there, you're not the only band in town. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Eh? Yeah. And I did that. Like I came from Israel where I was, uh, you know, it's, it's a little easier, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's not as many bands and I landed in New York. There's a lot of bands in the room, man. Eh? Yeah. You know what I, so I, I mean, I, I, I know this is what's happening and you know, there's so many people doing such amazing things that. I mean, what, what there is, what is there to do? Get inspired, look around, enjoy the view, you know, and everybody does what they, what they like doing, I guess.
0: I like that. I like this. I like you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Cool, man. Well, uh, we're really looking forward to other things that you're going to be coming up with, because this is a really tasty treat here, this uh, stone blender. And, um, uh, it just makes you kind of happy just, just looking at it. I've had it. <laughs> I had it sitting on top of my amp, um, and I wasn't even playing it, and I just kept looking at it. It just, it just makes me happy. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to mosey on down the road with Big Jared. And I'm going to sing the
3: Would You Rather jingle.
0: All and right. that was it. Go ahead. Oh, there we are.
3: This week's Would You Rather. And by the way, this one's from Kevin from Shoneswood. Yeah. Up in and uh, he makes really awesome boxes and stuff out of whatever wood. It's sweet. Pedals. Anything. skateboard. Yeah. So.
0: Up in Canada. Hey. Eh? Eh? Hey.
3: He had a really cool idea. I don't know. It's kind of, it, it makes you think. Yeah. So as a builder, if you're or a creator, or however you want to say, Would you rather, as a builder, only be able to use what you create slash build forever or never play
0: what you build slash create ever again? Okay, so I'm following. Yeah, it's either one or the other. You can build great things, but you can only use other people's stuff. Mm. Or you can only use the stuff you build. Mm. It's one or the other. That's it.
1: Mm.
0: Now, and from a builder. So all of us people who aren't builders out there, of things, imagine for a moment that we are, imagine that we build the super tasty pedals like this stone blender right here. Okay. And we've created a, an epic line of, of things, uh, whether it's pedals or, or guitars or whatever, um, use your imagination. Okay. Tony. Hmm.
1: So, um, there are a number of guitars that I've built to my personal specs, mm-hmm. that I, they're they're perfect for me.
0: Because um, you have really short arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <I'm just kidding. laughs> Very it's tiny like T Rex. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but no, I I I, I think my, uh, I mean, just off the top of my head, I think I'm gonna go with you can only play or use the things that you create. Because generally, I mean, at least in my case, and I think with a lot of builders, is they're making things that are uh, sp- specifically in their heads or the sound that they're looking for or the way, the, in the case of a guitar, how it plays, mm-hmm. uh, the components of that thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for, for a lot of builders, it's perfect for them. That's true. So I think that's, that's the direction I'm going with. I mean, okay. it would be
0: cool to be able to do the, you know, no, play. You you can, no,
1: all right, I'm going with that all one. Right.
0: Jared, <laughs> let's say I'm a guitar player. You're a guitar player, or and a guitar builder.
1: That's an insulting to both guitar players and builders.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am really one of those things. <laughs>
1: okay, go ahead. I'm so I'm, I'm gonna,
3: you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna imagine I'm a, instead of a pickup guy because it would be really easy to say I could use my own pickups forever. But as a guitar player. Or builder, I'm. I'm sorry. I, I think I would, I would still, not ever be able to play mine. I think I would want to play other brands.
0: So you'd mm-hmm. never be able to play the things that but you build, you,
3: right? I think it's worth it because you get to play all these other the guitars that other people, just as creative myself or even more creative, make. So I yeah. have more of a choice.
1: I like that. Yeah, I, so, I think I see that as a viable option. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I, I'll go with well, that. Well, that's the only that. other option, so it's going to have to be viable. Uh, Ariel, how about
2: yourself? Uh, I think I'm totally happy just getting to the point where they're ready and then letting letting them go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, need to play them play ever again afterwards. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um,
0: well, I'm just so inspired by Todd. What about uh, you? other people's, I'm uh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, so, <laughs> got him. Thank, thank you for asking Tony. <laughs> I'm so inspired by what other people create in the music. I mean, that's why we do the podcast. So yeah, like, yeah. I'm for yeah. sure going with like anything I build, which is, which would be awesome. Duh. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to, I want, I want everybody else's incarnations. Okay. That's what I want. I want it all. So it's three against one. Three against one, huh? Yep. That's what you guys want to play. That's what we're doing. Sorry, man. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin, for sending that very good, would you rather. I mean, that was uh, I had to scratch my head. Yeah. There's a little bit of a head scratcher. Made you think.
3: Kevin's one of those guys that you would say, yeah, I want to be able to get his stuff.
0: Yep. That's true. So, that is true. Uh, all right. I wonder what Kevin would do. Check him out at uh, Shoneswood. He's been on the show. I it's know. a great show. Well, I wonder what, what is
1: his his answer to this. Kevin, if you're out there, answer let us. us know.
0: What I, is, what I is your... I suspect I know what it is. I suspect he's with the rest of us. Not with you, Tony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to do just a couple quick things real quick. Um, ariel uh where can people find your wares
2: Uh they can go to red noise pedals or uh, the usual instagram perfect uh, the face facebook which is slowly becoming uh i don't know what it's becoming i don't think too many people go to facebook anymore no yeah,
0: yeah, I think you're. I think you're kind of. Older right. folks still we, do. We we, we get a lot of folks. Uh, I yeah.
1: I wanna hey, I want to see my. I'm older too. I'm <laughs> forty. Yeah.
0: There's there's still uh, quite a bit of action on our uh, Guitar Knobs group. Which yeah. hey, if you're on there, go check it out and. Chime in and stuff. I'm still on it. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. Thank you for that. Go to Red Noise Pedals, also on Instagram. Tony, we're going, before we get into where we can get our stuff, yes. We need a couple, we got to thank a couple people.
1: We got to thank a, a, a large group of people and yeah. a growing group of people. A growing, of growing people. group of people, yes. Um, at this point in the show, we like to thank our executive producers. How do you become one? I was just thinking the same thing. That's right. You know what I would do? I'd go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and you can find out at all the different levels in which you can participate. Uh, But at each level, there's different... uh uh, different swag levels. Yep. We'll call them that. Yep. You got t shirts, there's barefoot buttons, there's stickers, there's picks,
0: there's keychains. All kinds and of keychains. keychains and and you know when you become an executive producer. From all the from loads of builders that we've had on the show. This yeah. isn't just our stuff that we're no. sending. It's like all so many people that have been on the show have said, here, put this in your Patreon package. Yeah. Well, anyhow, um, oh, what about the giveaways? Yeah, we're doing lots of giveaways. We do a lot of giveaways we're to our patrons. Do, we're just we got with these with the barefoot barefoot buttons. buttons. We're giving away I think about five or six pedals uh, upcoming, soon ish. But in addition yeah. to all
1: of that, great, 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 great stuff. As an executive producer, Jared, what happens? Man, you get to have your name read on the thing, and man. that's what I'm going to do right now. good. So without further ado, let's start with our newest Tommy Manesco.
3: All right, All right. Tommy. Welcome, Tommy.
0: Welcome on board, uh, David Kaminga. Welcome again in a different way. In David. a different way. <laughs> Great, dude. <laughs> uh, how about Tyg Harmon? Yep. How about Michael Sanchuk? All the yeps. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. You don't want me to say yep to everybody. Everybody gets a yep. Everybody gets an applied yep. Yeah. John Esterly. We know John. Uh, John Anglin.
1: Ken Sayers, John
3: s-, s-, s.
1: Anthony Lanthrop, Johnny Knowles, Stefan Lum, Jonathan Daly, Michael Van Zant, Tom Brazen, Tyler Bray, Chris Kearney, Doug Gann, Tim Nowak, Doug Crist, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik. Darren Gregory, and Corey Negro. Yeah. The
3: and different best.
1: Yes, sir. Thank yes, you sir. to each and every one of you. If I didn't read your name and you're a patron, I'm thanking you,
0: too. That's right. I awesome. just didn't read your name. I appreciate that, Todd, you saying that. <laughs> do you? Uh, do you Anyways, really? I do. Uh, Me Tony, too. where can people find you? Sure. Say you need a special pick guard or you're doing uh,
1: something different, changing out pickups. You're doing whatever. go over to pickguardian.com check out some of the stuff that i have available online there i can do just about anything if you need something special contact me through the uh email link there if you want to see some of the projects uh we talk about from time to time go over to instagram and uh the uh it's uh what is it hashtag pickguardian and the number one perfect Jared? Well, if you uh, need some pickups, uh, custom built, or just check
3: the website out, brandonwoundpickups.com, and uh, purchase one of the sets that are there. Um, Just give me an email if you need any help with uh, anything, any questions. I'm on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Look me up. Right on, right on. Todd, how about you? You can send me an email, todd at com. You can also DM me on Instagram, that at guitar knobs. And we, you know, we just want to hear from you. That's, we, well, it's not that we just want to hear from you. We want to hear from you, but we also want you to be active as much as you can in the guitar community and directly with us. We appreciate it. Uh, humongous thanks to our friend Ariel from red noise pedals please be sure to go check him out and uh on instagram and on the website Ariel thank you so much for joining us tonight
2: thank you guys so much for inviting me
0: and the best of luck to your growing pedal endeavor and to <laughs> your you. uh your, your, the newborn that you have that's fantastic news too yeah um, thank you so, uh, without further ado, oh, and be sure to go check out those barefoot buttons, people. Go get those; they're good things. They're good things. We're gonna give them away if you are uh, a Patreon patron. That's right. So, in the meantime, have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. Cows freak me out because the, the hip bones are going every. It looks like
2: <laughs> Sherbavals. I don't know how they operate. I have the microphone stuck on my neck with the uh, blue tape, the painter's <laughs>
3: tape.
0: <laughs> Which means they must be really bony when they're bony, Sherbakowski. Okay. and they can't fit in an elevator. Sherbakovsky, they can't walk down back down, uh, walk backwards downstairs either. It's confusing. <laughs> I'm, I'm as <laughs> confused as you. So you got to push him out the window. I, <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.